0: episode 162 anime podcast here, Redleaf cast Tori Hickey, got a Christmas yes. episode here, very Christmassy.
1: Very Christmassy. Yeah, there is a
2: walnut, that counts as Christmas. What? Ryan?
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. Do you, ha- do you have but a Christmas song in your culture
0: about walnuts?
2: <laughs> you guys don't have walnuts to Christmas? No? 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 No shit. I, yeah, I guess. I guess f- it's a Portuguese thing.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I I don't see the connection. Walnut Christmas. Uh, hmm.
2: We ate a bunch of everything has walnuts in Christmas. <laughs> Not everything. You eat, no. like <laughs> walnut pudding and walnut. No. Like delicacies and even put w- no. walnut in salad. No. What? Oh, shit! I just... <laughs> oh, fuck! I just said something very Portuguese. damn it!
0: No, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, in German, it's glühwein. There's nutmeg and cinnamon and shit, and hot wine. There's that. There's no walnuts though.
1: Yeah, now here's fucking. Here, here's all about ginger. Ginger, everything.
0: Well, that's interesting. Uh, we just learned a thing about person. a bunch of cultures when it comes to Christmas.
1: Ginger sheep. We eat a lot of sheep as well and whatnot, so sheep? Sheep.
0: Hmm. So sheep, do you sacrifice sheep's in the uh to praise Jesus? Is that what you do?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely to praise Jesus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: Do you guys know what a damasco is? It's A little fruit, no, uh,
0: I think there's a translation here so, going no? on in, the, in that one.
2: No, I'm pretty sure that's the name in English as well.
1: Well, then I definitely don't know, maybe, it. but I, yeah, I've mm. never heard of it before. So, what is Shit. this fruit?
2: It's the Turkish fruit. <laughs>
0: Well, then, I'm going to take a wild guess and assume that fruit name is in Turkish.
1: (laughs) Never. That would be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're doing The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Good little movie. Nice little easy thing to watch. Girl Who Leapt Through (laughs) Time. Girl Who Leapt Through Time, yeah. I assume you watched it. Since what we're I was
1: supposed to watch it? Uh, oh, yeah,
0: that does involve
1: watching the movie that we have picked. Oh, my, I, yes. <clears throat> I thought I well thought just... it was okay that I just read the synopsis and looked at the picture. I was like, "Yep, that girl sure is leaping." All right.
2: Yeah. I just I just <laughs> just like one of those lords in that song and I've heard. <laughs> I just uh, read the synopsis was... like, "Oh yes, of course, Kazuo, the main character. <laughs> of course, a <the> name <laughs> is Kazuo. <laughs> She's a middle schooler, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, all that. And, you know, I, I also heard, like, you know, time waits for no one. Like, I, I, that, that I've heard before. So, like, yeah, I've I watched it, of course. Well,
0: you know, as soon as I heard the phrase, uh, time waits for no man, and this is a woman, I'm like, well, time's not going to wait for her. Plot solved.
1: <laughs> yeah, plot solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but, I mean, they, they, they just went, time waits for no one. It's like, ah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> understandable
2: <laughs> also, you know uh, surprised face <laughs> surprised kalmoji <laughs> as guru 2006
0: <laughs> yeah so this follows our last episode of monster which uh... <clears throat> the feedback was good from monster I was uh, quite surprised nice yeah. monster is good
2: Muster's very Muster, good. Yes.
1: Muster's good. The guy how who how wrote long it until is we watch really... uh, the next 25? <laughs> I don't know. It's up to you, I guess. It the ball is my and it, the ball is in my show, court. So... Yeah. We have picked our show, so you haven't picked yours so you know. I have not.
2: That is true.
1: Tough choices here to make.
2: That's Just good. please not in January, or else that's gonna be very <laughs> suffering heavy. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got um, Rosa Versailles to s- kick off the new year. I'm very excited to discuss that one, 1978. Uh, mostly because it's very culturally important, and also maybe not relevant to the anime podcast, or uh, yeah this podcast, but for wrestling, um, there was a duo from the 70s called Beauty Pair, and much of their success in that uh, that industry was based on *Rosa Versailles* and its uh, kind of gender bending aspects to it. Uh, so *Rosa Versailles* was very—it's going to be very fun to discuss that one rather than just the anime itself. It's how it impacted society. So look forward to that episode to kick off the new year, uh, probably in that first week. So guys, I have been playing some video games, and I want to know if you have any experience sure. with these things. I know crazy. Uh,
1: looked at my. I have no experience with video games. No. Sorry.
0: No, you've, you've yeah, never I, played yeah. one ever in your life. I understand. <laughs> it's for losers anyway. So I'll talk about my loser, uh, loser thing that I did.
2: <laughs> Why don't have you play JD? So for the past week, <laughs> last five days.
0: Well, I mean, besides podcast games, uh, which is for the other podcast that I do, um, I before I like really kick it this weekend and, and finish and beat Final Fantasy sixteen I wanted to see, I got this inkling, I was at GameStop, place that probably, I'm shocked it's still open as an. <laughs> as a thing in 2023. Most places it is, most places, it is not open anymore. Right. <laughs> so, I was in there to pre-order uh, Final Fantasy VII Part Two. You know, maybe you've heard of that one, Tori. You have any, any experience with Final Fantasy
1: VII? I have never played Final Fantasy VII. At any point in my life, I do know about it, and I do know what the remake. Uh but um, I don't know. Probably never play it. Okay, so remake good Man,
2: game. Man, I only played old Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy one, two, three.
0: Yeah, we're right. it's like
2: okay. I am okay. 16. Then it becomes kind of like <laughs> four, five, five? five is okay, seven is like ah, this is this is not. 2d hey you know it's it's way too advanced for me oh blew his mind i have an old old soul
1: i only played 10 and i didn't like it so
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) well the point is i was there for that game and then just so happened uh there was some sort of deal going on uh, with my little pro membership thing that i have and essentially i walked out with a game called death loop i've been keeping my eye on for a couple years so,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I you're familiar I with that. About... Hickey? I am, I don't know about the game, but I know the name.
0: It's relevant because we just watched Girl Who Leapt Through Time, and this is a first person shooter game, sort of also puzzle related. Uh, about a guy who keeps every time he dies, he goes back, he leaps through time to try to break a loop. A similar concept to the girl who leapt through time, and on a base level, or, you get the idea. What is
2: the name? All you, all you need is to kill. Yeah, yeah? remember yeah. that Death, with don't Cruise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I was playing that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is good!" But it like moves really weird, and I was like trying to figure out why I was kind of getting disoriented. Uh, it took a while to get used to it. So then that reminded me of another uh, series of two games called Mirror's Edge. Are you guys familiar with this one?
1: Oh yeah.
2: Which yes. one, Mirror's,
0: Mirror's Edge? Edge.
2: Oh, Mirror's Edge. Yes, it's also fun.
0: So, you guys have played this?
2: I played a little bit.
0: Yes. What'd you think? It was fun. It was fun? Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just fun. There's there's not a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, the plot is, you know, the the conspiracy of good big corporations and the beginning of a really maybe accurate uh, dystopia where. High sky buildings and sky crevices everywhere, and we are dominated by you know big corporations. I'm not going to say anything of that. It was fun. You jump, you, you run, and, cool. you run yeah. and jump.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> the move, the movement of it, like you know, there's a lot of games that are tried to have like parkour elements and movement elements, and it's like it always feels very, very clunky. Mirror's Edge is, in my experience, one of the better ones when it comes to the movement. It managed to nail that feeling of just like you can you feel like you can nail any, fucking, uh, any run any jump it feels fluid it feels nice nice to run around but at the same time it's not like you can't also fuck up it's not like you can just do anything so it's like it's it's very it's fun yeah i kind of i agree with that i feel like the story-wise it's sort of like i gave up on that really pretty quickly and you know it was one of those games as well where I thought I like, thought to myself, I could see myself speedrunning this. And then I watched the speedrun of it and I was like, never mind. <laughs> that, <laughs> this isn't a game anymore. <laughs> that's, u- that's usually how uh, speedrunning works. Oh, man. I'm really – I think no, I'm I know, pretty good mirror, at this. I mirror's Edge is can... <laughs> egregious. Mirror's Edge is egregious. Is it? You don't do anything. Yeah, everything. Oh like, okay. It's like – it's not even glitches or anything. It's just the game is so fucking bugged out that like – you're just fucking like, okay, anyway, so we just clip through this building right here, and we land at the exit. There we go. Level one complete. Um, we move over here. That's a, There that should be a little, uh, a little, uh, like, um, a little alleyway through here that you aren't supposed to be able to go through, but if you jump on here and jump over here, you can get there, and that'll take you right to the end. It's like, okay, cool. So, like, you, you don't do anything. Alright, so Mir's Edge speed
0: run, uh, 31 minutes, and then a glitchless speed, speed run, 50 minutes. Hmm. Uh okay yeah any percentage twenty five minutes forty nine seconds world record okay hold on I'll I'll watch
1: a little bit of this because this sounds absurd uh, there's some absolutely stupid shit you do in that game I mean at least it's not we're we're not talking like old Pokemon speedrun level uh, level of bullshit you know where it's just like ah we sign in we mess around with some shit and uh, there we go we beat this we beat the game in zero seconds it's like cool.
0: It's nothing like that, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know. <laughs> kind of janky looking when you speedrun it. You just see it, arms and legs flailing around in awkward positions. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. I mean, the game is pretty jank, all, all things considered. But, like, it's it's fine. It's, it's a fun game. It's a very fun
0: game. Now, I'm not familiar too running, much with the speed plot. Speedrunning, speed Other than what Hickey said, where it's, like, conspiracy-ridden with corporations. But, mm-hmm. uh, is it more or less an anime-type story that presents itself that way? Or am I totally out to lunch on that?
2: Nah, it's like... Fucking... <laughs> um... SS, screen Black Flag. <laughs> okay. But only the part where you, you're just a lowly employee.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it's very anime, but, like, it's definitely, like... I don't think it takes itself too seriously. Uh, At least on the first game, I'm not entirely sure about the second. But uh, there's a. I haven't played
2: the second one. I think the Uh, second one they try. They try hard. I think so
1: too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've heard from people as well that the second game isn't as fun or as good. Well, Uh, the
0: second one is currently on sale on the store for two dollars. So I have the first one uh discount no, is free well. and i'm like for 2 bucks well, what's the worst i play it for 20 minutes and don't like it i was like that sounds like $2 that sounds like worth $2 to try pretty much yeah anyways um yeah it's just it, it was like girl through love through time to death loop to then that same first person perspective of running and doing shit and it was like that led me to mir's edge which is reminds me of anime type deal so we went full circle we went in we, we, it's almost like we uh time is a is a full circle <laughs> no mm, maybe I guess I guess mm. I guess so that's what that's what I, I was guess. up to um I'll talk about it more in the gaming podcast but I did beat uh, Super Mario Wonder and Mario RPG remake that was a nice time last couple weeks
1: mm. how about you guys nice. what you guys uh what are you guys doing you watch Animu I haven't watched much anime. I've also played some games. I recently uh, during one of the Steam sales, I recently picked up uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and started playing that. Ooh, okay, that's Finally. anime. That's anime based. So that, is, uh, <laughs> that is anime based. Well, <laughs> there's an anime based on it, yes. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, no, the game is. Uh, I'm like ten hours into it right now. The game is. The game is very fun. Uh, I like. I like the world. I like how you interact with the world. I like how the world sort of works around you. The game is definitely still a little janky, but not nowhere near as bad as it was when it came out. Uh, but I have had some funny moments. As I I, <laughs> I stole someone's car and all the police was, was like, holy shit, kill this bitch. So the police just fucking <laughs> just start swarming instantly. And I was like, ah, damn. I knew there was one guy, but I didn't realize there was so many. So, oh, that's a so that's a that's a big by. thing in
0: the game. Is you do
1: like one crime, yeah. and there's like a thousand officers
0: immediately on your ass. Yeah,
1: and I was like, I was prepared to just, I'm gonna try to lose them, and then maybe like if I can, i will they'll kill them somewhere else where I'm not completely surrounded. So I try, I I try to drive. and the moment, I drive a car spawns under me and yeets me into this <laughs> guy. I was like, ah. Okay, that's one way to escape. <laughs> I have no idea how the car spawned under me, but you know, that's that was fun. Uh, so the game's still a little jank, but you know, it's, it's like it's fun jank. It's not it's
0: nothing too bad. I do I do like that in some Assassin's Creed games when things start freaking out on you. It's like all of a sudden I am in my like pirate ship and all of a sudden I am 50 feet in the air. How will I get down? Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, that was just uh, that was just weird because it's like I'm gonna drive is like I was like what? Why is there a car in me? Wait, why am I in the air? <laughs> uh, but yeah, nah, it, the missions are fun. The the dialogue is, um, I mean, you know, what do you expect? The moment Johnny <laughs> shows up, Johnny Silverns shows up, it's a little. Uh, It becomes a lot more like uh, druggy induced, I guess you could say, the fucking uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're all dragged down by consumerism. It's like, okay, all right, cool. I see. I'm going to have to deal with this guy. I'm going to have to deal with this guy the whole fucking game. Great. (laughs) Uh, but it's okay. And the, the random shit that happens. While we well, ran into, like, I a- accidentally stumbled upon like a street musician, and Johnny just sits down, down next to him, and like he's just playing his guitar. And he's playing it really badly, and it's like, what do you think about this guy? And it's like, dude, he is awful at what he does it's like nah man <laughs> he he but doesn't know much about timings and his his chords are all wrong and like he has basically no musical genius may and knew basically no musical genes in his body but he's seen some sh- some some he is clearly hurting and he is trying to to give expression for that and that is art man that is art It's like oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh this guy <laughs> But yeah, nah. it's fun. It's a fun game. Okay.
0: Mickey, you got anything? Or shall we get into our amazing no. movie review?
2: I am going to my Christmas vacations. Movie.
0: You're going to what now? Yeah.
2: Vacations, vacations. I'm Yay. going on vacation
0: too. I'm on vacation right now, actually.
1: Awesome. Damn. That's right.
2: Remember to eat some nice stuff with walnuts, because it's <laughs> the end of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew it would come full circle. I was expecting the walnut to come out.
2: <laughs> and also Italian food. Italian food. Italian food. We are in December. I'm unofficially Italian. There's only Italian food at my home.
1: <laughs> only Italian food and walnuts. I'm going yes. to get like a walnut pie or
0: something just for you, Hickey. That's what I'll do. Nice. I'll take a picture, and throw it in Discord and be like, See?
2: <laughs> yes, walnut culture. Just, get walnut. Portug- Portuguese traditions.
0: There is a large Portuguese oh. uh, cultural base here in Rhode Island, so I'm, it wouldn't shock me if there's... If I go to the bakery or something, there's something walnut thing going on. Okay. Yeah, I'm going snowboarding on Monday. That's that's my plan. That's what's happening there. And then I will Ooh. clearly need a full day of recovery, because I haven't snowboarded in two years.
2: <clears throat> so hopefully I can do more. One, only winter. one day? Are you sure you just need one day?
0: Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I um, I suppose I could go.
2: You're <laughs> not sure it's like a long days, week.
0: but well, it takes it takes a couple hours to get there. And I, look, lift passes are expensive now. Like they're really really high, and I think I got there's there's more winter to come uh, for sure. So I'll I'll have more more chances. Um,
2: I don't know what you're talking about, dude winter what is that
0: well yeah for That's me there's more eat. winter to come <laughs> for me and tory you eat it Damn. I, don't
2: I don't know i never i never seen winter before yeah,
1: Well, you know
2: i am going to hell but also to summer
0: <laughs>
2: it's very hot it's raining as well which is good because we are going through a drought. The problem is sometimes the rain doesn't hit, reach the ground; it just evaporates before it, and that's not really good.
1: Nice. I don't know, man. Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay.
2: It's a steel spring.
0: <laughs> I will play a drop here, and we can get into the girl who leapt through time. Uh... What are we feeling here? Ooh. Oh, we haven't played a Rashomon in a long time. There we go. Decision made. Oh.
2: <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Midnight
1: Submarine.
0: Tori, did, did that uh, Midnight Submarine bring back horrid memories <laughs> to you? Is that what happened there?
1: <laughs> of course. God. Urashiman.
0: Is that one of the worst things that kind of stuck with us on this on this podcast? When we reviewed it. Probably. I think so. Yeah. God, how long ago was that? Let's see. Not long enough. <laughs> it has to be over three years now, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Rashiman. I gotta fuck. I gotta do a uh, control F. Fine. There. Urashiman. there it is, episode sixty-seven, February twenty twenty. So yeah, it was a while ago.
1: Winter we gave it a three. <laughs> this is terrible. We did our winter impressions of twenty twenty. Then, damn. Good times. Yeah.
0: Oh What's my it- god. Yeah. We we'll have to do that next time. Is uh the moving bar and. Winter impressions. That'll be uh kick off the new year. Woo! Or Yay. preview and impressions. But okay. Woo. Girl who leapt through time. Tokewa Kakoro Shojo. That do anything for you, Hickey. Am I getting better?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Getting there, <laughs> getting there. Dude, he almost couldn't get the words out. Yes, <laughs> 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 that that, pay, that physically paid them. <laughs> it's
2: the thing think, Oh, I, yeah, it was fun Well, <laughs> everyone here knows and knows a second language, so I guess everyone can understand. When you when you go into their classes and you get your intermediary you advanced, <laughs> and the teacher just goes, ah, uh, you know, if you speak fast enough. It will sound correct. (laughs) 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 And it's like, oh, okay. Like, ah, yes, you're getting there.
0: (laughs) It's like, good enough, I guess. You fucking German-speaking bitch. (laughs) I know, I heard it. Okay, Studio Madhouse. Uh, July 15, 2006 was the release date. uh, Licensed by uh, Kanakawa. Directed by
2: also da. Fucking 60 years, by the way, of Kadoka licensing this because they are the original publishers of the 1965 novel.
0: Yeah, so you had some interesting facts about kind of what the show was and what its origins were. Uh, we were kind of talking about that before the podcast, and I didn't know like any of it. So, Hickey. I also take didn't it away. know any of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it clearly states on the English Wikipedia. <laughs> well, the, the Girl Who Left Through Third Time, the 2006 animated movie, is actually not the adaptation of The Girl Who Left Through Third Time, a 1965 to 1966 science fiction novel.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I didn't know s- about s- the s- novel s- prior at all.
2: Ish where the main character of the 1965 novel is kazuko yoshiyama and you know her because she's the auntie that works in the museum she's the main character of the original novel and she could also leap through time in 1960 something also that means she's like 60 something on (laughs) on the anime
1: Right, so, so maybe, they did. They did that. They did ask to so be like, "Can you go and check up her to tell her that she needs to get married soon?" So yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, she was in middle school, so like, let's say she was t- twelve, right? Yeah. Eleven. Mm-hmm.
1: Middle school. I don't
0: know about that. I was
2: like, like thirty. 13? Uh, usually you start high school with 13 years old where I'm from, so.
0: Well, where you're from. Yeah, not here. Not here. You and your weird uh, walnut culture is now infecting high school ages.
2: Oh, That's a little bit not my culture. You need to blame <laughs> Portugal for that. Uh, it was a so weird so country. 40... No, 50 50-something. 50
0: Okay. Hmm. Yeah, sounds right.
2: Yeah, but she's the main character of the original the original novel that it has been published in the UK and France because you know. <laughs> sure.
0: I can I can read both those languages.
2: Yeah, so you can find the novel and read the novel.
0: I I might do that. Is it on uh? Is it on Amazon? Is it on Amazon? Can I can I get it on Kindle? Let's see. Let's <laughs> do it. Do it in real time. That's what we Maybe. came here for.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Okay.
0: Book. Okay. Let's see if anything comes up.
1: Girl Up Through Time. Yeah. Yasataka Tsutsui. Tsutsui, yeah. Who also wrote the novel for Paprika, a Satoshi oh, movie.
0: I can get it on Kindle. There we go. Oh, shit. Oh, 10 bucks. All right, 178 How
2: pages? many pages does it
0: have? You know, Hickey, we're on the same page with that one. 178.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's not bad.
0: No, that's that's a quick read. Knock that out quick. Cool.
2: Although, like, that's remember, that's 1965 Japanese literature <clears throat> and science fiction. It might not be your cup of tea because Japanese literature is kind of I, I don't know how to say kind of boring
1: <laughs> you heard it here first it's kind of bad
2: it's kind of boring I didn't say it's kind of bad I cannot judge that
1: No, no 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 I clearly heard kind of bad I clearly heard you're judging an entire country and it's <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is true that uh. is true
0: I don't know. I don't know. This boring. is from an Amazon customer here. <laughs> and this says To think a story from 1967 can be this detailed and have interesting imagination of what the future will be like, it's a must read. So, hey, yeah, so the,
2: the problem is not <laughs> the, the richest. The people in the past could details. write. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, to the, major think problem, the people in the 60s knew how to write a book. Damn, dude. Like, Shit.
2: could be it could be a problem between adaptation and translation from japanese to portuguese and so the novel kind of usually the novels kind tend to be kind of boring but because i'm not reading in japanese i'm reading in portuguese so it's been translated and adapted so might be that Hmm. then i have you know
1: it's clearly japan's fault uh, probably.
2: <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm not discounting everything never I'm seeing Japanese. in Japanese anime.
1: <laughs> I will never forgive the Japanese.
0: Well, I can buy a used version of the physical book for $3. How
1: about the oh. shipping? <laughs> uh,
0: free shipping, because I have Amazon Prime, bitch. There we go. Oh, wow.
2: You yeah. have Amazon Prime. Look at this guy. We
1: are blinded by consumerism in today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It> goes, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, time chick could be uh, never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go there.
0: <laughs> uh okay, so the girl left through time, the power to travel through time, kuma shock. <laughs> it could be used what? For... Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. It could be used for the good of humanity or just selfishly abused. Like Fixing your tests and not being late for, for class. Uh, while many may fantasize of obtaining such a power, it has become nothing less than reality for otherwise normal schoolgirl, Kono Makoto. After a fated event, her life takes a turn for the extraordinary. She gets hit by, hit by a train. She gets hit by a train. Though she initially uses her powers to literally leap into the past and change little things in order to make her life easier, Gotta say. I'd do that too. She soon has to face the fact that changing the past can have drastic consequences. The butterfly effect, if you will. What'd you think of the movie, Tori? Why don't you go first?
1: Oh, man. What do I think of this movie? So, this is the second time I watched it. Um, Same. And, uh, the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it. Although there's definitely there's definitely a lot of context that i missed which makes sense now that i know that it's based on a on a previous novel uh there's certain things that i feel like aren't super well fleshed out like by itself okay uh there's a lot like there's still a lot of like questions especially surrounding around the end and sort sort of stuff that i feel like you just kind of have to take for granted and like ah we just trust people now and it's like comments made here and there such as you know the believability, of just like, I can leap I can leap through time, yeah, no yeah, no, I believe that, I believe that makes sense it's like, huh, (laughs) it makes (laughs) it seem like it's normal, stuff like that, there's so many like, odd little pieces of dialogue in there that feels out of place but now knowing knowing the context behind it, it makes more sense Uh, but yeah, like, on my second view, I definitely I definitely like the movie less, it wasn't as fun the second time around, in my opinion it was kind of more boring, not really that interested i don't particularly like makoto as a as a main character she's very easygoing, kind of the point but like i don't know i can't i can't i can't really sympathize with her in any in any way i can't really like get behind her time yes i i understand like wanting to change stuff around you'd be like ah shit this went wrong for me well if i went back and redid it i could do everything right because now i know it's like yeah and no, i i get that but like i don't know I feel like the drama beats sort of comes off of that, and her sort of handling of everything—it's very, very immature, even for a high school girl. Uh yes. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't super big on it this time around either. I, uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is one of my less like less liked Mamoru Hosoda movies. I don't think this is his best work.
2: Well, it doesn't leave much of the good works. It's either Summer Wars or the Wolf Children. <laughs>
1: well, both Grover of which Latin I think are are better, is better than this one.
2: Very true. Both of them are actually better. And if you consider the Summer Wars is... Also, like, in between, there's an... I grew to third time in... Uh, most well, Summer Wars
1: is also just an expansion of uh uh well it's based on the same idea that he he did when he did uh on no the War Game, Digi- Digimon Bocker on no the War Game. Yeah. Basically the same idea.
2: also like this is the first uh the first movie he did with collaboration with the, the script writer for mm-hmm. this one. And she's like she does the screenplays and live actions. So yeah, you know, since it was the first time she was coming to do an anime movie, my influence on on how the, how it plays out. Also, being the second a a retail of a 1965 science fiction novel, you get kind of constrained to the tone of the the series, mm-hmm. the original series, which is a tragic love. This one is also a tragic love, so you know.
1: Kind of, but like again, it, it's back to that same thing. Was like, it's a tragic love, yes, but not really. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just can't sympathize with it because of it, because of the time travel element. But it's like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. so. I, I, I,
1: I, I just aspect of it, and then uh, the other it's... part, the like the initial drama, what we think of for a lot of the movie, like the. Sort of tragic love that we think it is for a lot of the movie, where basically fucking both the both her fucking boy toys around there are just trying to confess her, and she's like, no, 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 no don't do that, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> redo, 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 you know. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a I think it's a, like it's an okay movie. It's definitely not a bad movie, but it's not like I don't think it's an amazing movie. I think it's a little wacky in its execution. I think it's a little. A little whimsical. (laughs) Kind of like the main character. That's interesting because
0: when I first watched it uh, a number of years ago... I can actually uh, look up when I first watched it. Let's see here. Because that that does bring me more context. Let me just pull that up really quick. The... uh, Details. And here we go. Because I was very... Taken with the movie the first time I watched it in November 2016, so hey, (laughs) how about that? So God, that was (laughs) that was a while ago uh, in context now, but um, yeah, I was a very I was very enamored with the movie, and I believe this was my first experience with Mamoru Hoshi, or Hos Hoshi Hos Hosoda. Mamoru Hoshi, (laughs) Hosoda. (laughs) Mamoru Hosoda. I probably watched something before, and I just can't remember, but um, it got me really on a kick of a lot of his films that I ended up watching back-to-back-to-back-to-back, like uh, Wolf Children, Summer Wars, you get the idea. And I really liked his art style, his uh, character interaction. I know what you mean, that maybe a lot of the characters are more immature, especially in the main character role. He seems to have that from movie to movie, show to show that he has, it's kind of a, a tick with him. Uh
1: you know whenever... Yeah, no, but a lot of the characters as well are younger, so it's like
0: Yeah, yeah it, like so it doesn't bother me per se. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, when, when you have 13 to 15 year old main characters,
1: it kind of makes sense to me. Um I'll even fucking David Wolf children is like, ah, oh, the fucking one child is really misbehaving. Yeah. He's a fucking child.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go figure. So
0: I'm, I'm watching this the second time, and I think it's because, as one does when you kind of rewatch things about time travel, a lot of it's now been spoiled for you, right? You, you kind of mm-hmm. know e- the the events that are going to happen, and it's not as impactful. So I found I, f- I definitely agree with the aspect that it doesn't hit as well on a rewatch. The first time, it certainly did. So I, I, I very much still enjoyed it. Uh, it, it did have a, a ceiling uh, that I that did kind of surprise me because of how much I I definitely enjoyed this the first time. It was it was highly ranked for me. Uh, the second watch, not so much. So I think we're more or less on the on the same thought process there, Tori.
2: Mm, let's see. I actually, I don't. know. It didn't change much uh, from first watch to second watch or third watch. I think. I enjoy time traveling plots. <laughs> but yeah, you, I, I
1: you do enjoy time traveling, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, I am drinking and then I I, I blink and it's been two days.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> but uh, like, it, it's definitely hard to rewatch a time travel series if there's not a lot of conflict. Uh, that keeps on uh, being interest, uh, the series being interesting. So even if you know the, the twist, even if you know the end, even if you know that it will be the same kind of resolution that is always the resolution for time traveling and butterfly effects, so you just need to just in time with time travel to fix everything. Yeah, the because you have impactful, impactful things, you can definitely make the a war file to to watch again. We can just we can I can just quote Steins Gate, which is regarded as probably the best time traveling uh, series when it comes down to to animation, Japanese animation,
0: certainly in popularity.
2: And then, yeah, and then but the impact of them hacking to certain and oh, I cannot like read everything of the emails. But there's like this one phrase in English, human is dead mismatch. Like the the tension of the scene, and which is like episode 10, 12, and the tension of the show is enough that the the sec, the, the plot of time traveling is kind of secondary to all the conspiracy there is going on. Here there's none of this, there's just a very happy high school girl who goes through the phases of time traveling convenience so i think it's interesting i think she's childish she's childish in nature but that's episode one uh, episode one minute one you already established that she is very mature to her age mm-hmm. uh, she just wants to fool around she's kind of dumb um, she holds kind of this, for... <laughs> yeah. She, she holds this auntie of hers in high regard. But as the story progresses, and she understands, like she can um, time travel, you go from fixing some mistakes, the the test, right, uh, to getting convenience, um, you know, something convenient to to happen,
0: right? Like don't miss the bus. You get there on time. Don't miss a buzz one like well,
2: to yeah. being, to being spoiled. I want to sing karaoke for 24 hours. I'm going to leap 24 times. I want to eat the same thing I ate yesterday. I didn't prepare the food. My family's preparing the food. I, I complaining about, you know, food that is being prepared and put on my table for me to eat and I didn't <laughs> do anything. I would just jump in jump to yesterday and eat the same thing I ate before, uh, even a little bit of petty revenge, or uh, can say revenge, because it didn't happen since she left. through time that is traveling back in time, just to eat her pudding, because the sister ate, and so he, you go through like all the conveniences of time time traveling that are not really concerned to violence or deaths well there's death but not in the sense of murders or uh, any sort of conspiracy theory in a sense the grew who left third time this version especially being 2006 reminds me a lot of the butterfly effect those right that's movies. kind of why i
0: mentioned that right at the start
2: yeah because the the, the movie butterfly effect right not the the phenomenon the hypothetical phenomenon. There's a bunch of movies called the butterfly effect that a guy is going through a death. Well, the first movie, I believe is that the guy's going through a a death experience, he's dying. And as he's dying, he discovers he can leap through time. So he starts leaping to make his life better, and then leaping to make his life convenient, then leaping for spoil things to win the you know, to win more stuff to get the best a woman to uh have sex with the woman he really likes wants to have sex and then when he gets to you know the the, ten, the high tension of the movie is like oh shit i fucked a bunch of people's lives i'm feeling really bad here is two of the characters dying and she doesn't she can leap anymore uh and then he starts sleeping backwards to the first time and it becomes more like steinsgate in that sense because he gets to a point where if i leap again i will die because the original lip saved me from dying i think it was drowning if i'm not mistaken or um, something like that to, yeah. two movies together yeah and this in this sense leaping to moment zero in this show is good it's a good thing there is no conflict if she leaps, like she couldn't leap that is the the tension the, the conclusion the major point but the guy who came from the future leaps for her and then you have like the happy conclusion that one leap and nullify the other so technically everyone always get going to this uh, perpetual cycle of having one leap left and so it kind of loses a little bit of interest because you don't have the final, you know, everyone cannot be happy. Everyone must be sad.
0: That's, that's always it, a conclusion. Or not always, but it tends to be a conclusion with time shows where not everyone can be satisfied. But I wanted to go back to one of the key things you said at the start of all this was, uh, I think the key to a lot of time travel shows is the conflict aspect and what... I think a big discussion could be with "Girl who leapt through time is, is the conflict enough to keep you interested? Because even though it doesn't have those aspects of like violence or trying to stop a murder or anything, it's really, it's really, it's really about kind of human desires and how to, how to tackle that in a mature sense. And also uh, when I was thinking about how to criticize the show at the end with you know, there there's a finite amount of leaps that these people have, whether it's a device or her own power, and uh, because of her selfish desires, that she burned through them all, and it makes you wonder. Okay, if she went through her life with you utilizing this ability in a mature manner, what what else could she have accomplished in her life, or does it all just go back to moment zero? After all, like, could she have led two lives? in two lifetimes if she would have done this better uh it's that's what i was thinking about and the fact that maybe we could even have a sequel kind of going that route
2: okay so uh, i think that's the i think that's the plot of orange orange i think it's the name
1: or i never saw i never saw probably. that maybe I yeah should.
2: because like like they, they get to the end and then the the main character Leaps through time, she, when mm-hmm. she was in high school, and she knows one of the classmates will die.
1: I remember.
2: The, so like every time. They, they, they,
1: they don't really leap, it. though. They don't really leap, though. They send, like, messages.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. They send the messages. That's true. Mm-hmm. It Yeah. They that, tell them yeah, they yeah, tell yeah, yeah. the past. Man, that show, that show got a lot of flack. It was really cool. I enjoyed that show. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's got a lot of problems with like melodrama and like kind of suspension of disbelief and stuff like that like doesn't make sense i mean first things first who the fuck picks up a note for no from somebody that says this is to this is to you from your to yourself from your future self it's like oh shit i gotta pay attention to this if i if i got a note like that i would throw it away and be like yeah sure good fucking joke
2: yeah that's that's an interesting <laughs> thing because they try to paint the butterfly effect as a good thing. The people in the future are trying to provoke them in the past to change some stuff so we can have a, a different, you know, they, they cause a butterfly effect and, and change the future. Even if
1: mm-hmm.
2: even if they accomplish something, <laughs> even if they accomplish the, the death of the guy so miserable to them. So they might as well just cause a fucking huge butterfly effect. <laughs> then stay in the miserable future. That show is really cool. <laughs> and, but again, you, you still have a, even in that kind of sense, this show doesn't have any of those like huge conflicts. The conflict we we'll end up having is like the last 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's it's I mean, only it's only a ninety-eight minute movie. Uh, it's just over an hour and a half. Um, it when it's a lot of it's the journey leading up to that final half hour, which I'm okay with because it gets you very much involved with the characters' lives, who they are. Uh, her, I think, her maturity level is very important to understand uh, to get through this, where she just wants to enjoy kind of the the, the simplistic things of high school life and then very quickly realizes... Sure, because they kind of...
1: Go ahead, Tori. They kind of mocked that as well. They mocked the butterfly effect kind of as well, right? Because that's one of the things they bring up. It's literally just like, like you know by doing this, you you will affect other people's lives. Those, uh, and Makoto's response right, is literally just like... Her uh, aunt says that. What? No, no, yeah. No way, right? Aunt because like, her how... Yeah, no, but like, how is, how is what she's going to do affect the world? Like... I just went back in time to have the same dinner twice. How is that going to affect anyone, right? Like, you know, you know that sort of stuff. Right. But obviously, it's not necessarily those things. It's like her changing place with that one dude so that he ended up messing up everything. And suddenly he got bullied and he fucking snapped and stuff like that. Right, And I get that. That's All of that is fine. I just feel like the meat and potatoes of this show, kind of, which is like the last 30 not even last 30 minutes i think that even that is giving you too much it's you like, last, like 25 uh, yeah right it's like no, i think it, like that's 20, when you really like, get to the 30 20 because you have
2: it. you have the when is when is the the love confession which one, <laughs> yeah, <which laughs> the one? there's multiple cheeky uh, love confession
1: that happens like in the midpoint but that's that she's glosses over that really fast and you move past that very quickly but that's when you start everybody starts having their own fucking romances which kind of becomes sort of part of the point but you don't like it doesn't really become relevant until the end but my poor problem at the end is like because the thing is when you get to that ending right no matter how you look at it this will always end the same way because it doesn't really matter how many times she leaps, and ignoring the fact that she gets that one leap back, anyways. But like, it doesn't matter how many times she leaps; it always ends with the same way, anyways. Chiaki's gonna disappear. That's that is going to happen no matter what. So it's like I feel like at that kind of for me, it's sort of that kind of defeats the purpose, in my opinion, because it's like you don't really. You don't, no matter how much you change everyone else's lives, nothing is really going to change at the end anyways. The only thing that she's, she changed in that entire time was whether or not she basically allowed the character of Chiaki to get girlfriends or not. Like, are allowed to fucking confess to her. Or she, confe- hmm. uh, she confessed to them. That's no, Tori, it's all about the seeing thing a painting. That's more allows. important. <laughs> that, that was very important. I... Uh, that is also one of those things, which I'm sure that would make more sense if I had read the novel, but I don't get that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand why that painting is so important for the future, but you know what? Sure. And you know, the vague t- descriptions of in the future, there is no baseball. It's like, uh. okay. <laughs> well, Tori, if you were a cultural
0: uh, individual and not a Neanderthal from Norway, like you are, you'd understand the importance of, of art. Okay? So... Uh, sure. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> what, what what do
1: you say to that insult? Sir? I mean, I, I'm fair, but like at the same <laughs> time, how would that how exactly does that impact the future Why it's like how is this one painting going to be like this one painting is the difference between a bright future with baseball but it not being here. It's what leads to a dark future with no baseball. Right, because if and, that
0: painting inspired well, yeah. one person to, uh, to, to play
1: baseball, to
0: play baseball and have an, an alternative future rather than I don't know, join the military, and conquer Star- a con- country, Oh, yeah. uh, no, wait,
2: just... <laughs> <Well, laughs> different time frame.
1: <laughs> there, but that's the thing. I think a lot of like I feel like that's something they should have focused more on as well. Like I feel like we don't understand the whole a whole lot about what is actually happening in the future. Like what is it about Chiaki's time? Yeah, it's that always a mystery that's not, to come not back. explored at all. Yeah, yeah they that. yeah, they basically just be like, ah, he came from the future. Ah, he's looking for a painting. Um he needs it. The future's kind of bad. Yeah, oh, sure. what happened? Don't worry about it. The no present is Yeah, kind don't of worry full, about dude. it, but there's no baseball.
0: That's that's, <laughs> you know, Shohei Otani <laughs> needs to see this painting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, but, yeah, it's uh well, yeah, I I know. I just feel like it sort of it doesn't deliver enough for what it shows. Basically.
0: Yeah, you start to notice a lot more of its flaws when you rewatch it. But, I mean, that's kind of typical with any show you kind of watch uh, that has a deeper plot than just, I don't know, like One Piece where you're just fighting people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Con- I look real. No there. one's
1: rewatching One Piece. No one's actually rewatching One Piece. Excuse you, sir. <laughs> no one. This loser here has done that. <laughs> I don't even understand why you would bother cuz it's a fucking
0: fun show for me. Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: Um but ultimately I'm still I'm still highly satisfied with a lot of what I saw and enjoyed. So from that factor it's still a pretty highly rated movie and anime for me. But yeah, when it comes to the rewatch aspect, that's kind of more of what I was I was thinking about is uh, what we've discussed so far. I am ready to score this. What about you guys? Yeah, sure. Okay, Uh, I'll go first. Um, So the first time I watched this, I thought it was one of the better movies I've ever seen. Um, Movies in particular, I went nine out of ten. On rewatch, I'm going to bump it down to an 8. Uh, well, wish there was more conflict. I wish it was more defined. I wish the ultimate end goal and a lot of the mysteries uh, was more satisfying. Uh, maybe we had more detail. It is only just over an hour and a half, so time constraints. But we could have. I think we could have cut out a lot of the middle uh, aspects of it where she's abusing her powers. I think we'd get the point quicker. And then we could explore other things. So eight out of ten, I think that's still very good. I think it's a movie everyone should uh, give a watch, and it's one of the better things I think we've covered on the podcast to date uh, from uh, movie-wise. Better than uh, Rashomon,
1: uh, that's for sure. True, true. I can agree with that at least. <laughs> uh, Pumps fixed. All right. No. Um... <laughs> uh so yeah no i mean i pretty much said what i wanted to say i still feel like it's a little um it's a little whimsical in execution
2: I oh, guess okay.
1: context Mom missing. There's, <laughs> yeah there's some. so yeah, but even for even for him this is special, yeah i know but but this, this is the first one give it a break <laughs> no no especially because uh, he ended up doing so much better i refuse to give him a break um like he the the movie kind of the conclusion isn't particularly satisfying i liked it when i watched it the first time but i didn't love it the first time either right i ended up giving it like a seven on the first watch but like sort of re-watching it and kind of refiguring out a lot of these problems and some of the context missing again not having read the novel stuff like that that i didn't even know existed so you know there's that um the that hurts it more for me. So if, like at the end of the day I, I can't really justify giving it any more than a six. It's oh. an okay movie. Definitely not a bad watch, but like if you're gonna watch a host of work, watch Summer Wars, or watch Wolf Children. They're, they're both of them are a lot better in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Kuo is also really nice.
1: Is um it's 2015. Uh, that, that that was also I'm also kind of
2: with the own. okay in the collaboration between Mamoru Hosoda and Satoko Okudera, Okudera Satoko, which is the script writer. Yeah, both children is just really good. Summer Wars is also really good. So watch them. Well, Summer Wars, by the same funny person, enough, uh, qualifies
0: to review for the podcast uh, next summer.
2: Ooh, Where'd we have up? something for Summer Wars. Summer, summer Wars. Oh, summer Wars. Nice. Yeah, definitely, uh, especially going into the future and all the, the wacky, dumb shit people in the, in the internet love discussing these days. is young kids with their metaverses and NFTs. Uh, some of ours is very uh, contemporary to all those discussions, mm-hmm. even though it's from 2009. So yeah, definitely a watch. So I think it's two of the best for those two. Uh, out of five, we don't mention the others here because they're irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, the first time I watched it, I gave it an eight. Yeah, I'm biased against time traveling. Now, like rewatching on and with everything, uh, I'll I'll bump it down to seven. The first time you watch, it's really good, especially if you don't watch a lot of time traveling things. Uh, and if you don't mind the little problems that may ar- may arise from watching it, but they will be mostly afterthoughts. You're going to sit one day or after you watch it and be like, oh, this, and this, and this weren't as interested. I think they wasted too much time with a spoiled part of the time traveling. They could have, uh, gave some more interesting decisions, spend more time in the morning of the two characters that died at the end before she realized she could leap another time, and something like that. And that definitely influences the second time you watch because you realize a bunch of major problems uh, that have in this uh, movie that are not even related to the fact there's a novel which works as a prequel to this. And if you realize that, also becomes enough to thought when you're watching it. It's like, oh, maybe the painting is special in the novel, but I cannot I'm not sure. Uh, maybe there are other characters that are in the novel that are also appear here, and they are, you know, very important. But I'm not sure. For example, the teacher. You remember the teacher who applied the test? <laughs> he appeared for like two minutes. He's one of the support characters in the in the in the novel, and he's the one who explains to the aunt, what is teleportation, what is time traveling, and he knows that the aunt can do that. Uh, but in, in in this case here, he's just oblivious science teacher. So every time you realize something about the story of this, the, the original manga, the original novel as well, I have a little bit of the problems in the script of this. The score lowers and lowers and lowers. So I'm going to settle on a 7, but I also agree with Tori that given consideration, this should be like kind of a 6. The animation is not there.
0: Oh, really? The, I thought it, I thought it, it was for 2006 quite good.
2: It's way too cropped out. Hmm. It's way okay. too... like The animation of the character, sure, but the the background is not lively.
0: Okay, so that's... Okay. Uh, and I, it's I, I a wanna...
2: movie. You need to remember that. It's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, it's I not a TV you on series that with you know so, three hours. This is an hour and a half movie with some problems with the animation that should not be happening in 2006, especially in 2006 uh, Madhouse. Listen, in my opinion?
0: When it comes to viewing something in anime because uh i've just gotten a few comments over the last few weeks over like old old reviews i have on mal and when it comes to things happening in the foreground for me the animation's more important than anything going on in the background because i can i for me i can i can watch a show like like we watched here girl who leapt through time and if the backgrounds are mostly still and but the everything happening in the foreground is very good then I pay no mind to what's happening in the back. If the show starts losing me a little bit, then it starts to come into play more. Or, anyways, that, that's kind of the point. The problem, there.
2: the problem is not so much that. The problem is like there's a lot of cropped out versions, like cropped out scenes, yeah, like thirty never, seconds. Never the thirty seconds of the bike wheel okay. turning. You know, hmm. thirty seconds of them in a bike talking panned out so like i don't have any details on the faces and why not i just see the the mouth flapping you
0: just see that de- okay
2: and it's in the also of course it's in the the sunset so the, the colors are faded so it's not vibrant and vivid um i wish no i had your, your sort characters. of critical eye on
0: this hickey it's it's always so like, i love it
2: <laughs> so because of that, is like for for a movie usually movies have better animations this is this is not like TV series where they're crunching everything. This is not a three four hour movie. It's an hour and a half. Do we know the budget for half. this? No, mm. but even even if you compare to like Summer Wars, two years later, Summer Wars is way better animation, and it's oh, kind I definitely of the same agree with time that. Frame.
0: Yeah, there's 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 no doubt about that. I want yeah. I wonder what the budget is was for this. But it's budget and...
2: constraints. That's not a problem, but it, it does It does take into consideration that
0: yeah. it made $3 million. A lot of
2: people go to so... a, lot, a lot of people go to anime movies with the misconception notion they will look and sound better than the TV series. this is, this, this has become a kind of a myth ever since like 2015 or something. Hmm. Even earlier than that, actually, because we were talking about the the ONAs of uh, Garden of Sinners, which is kind of oh. the same time frame.
0: Yeah, not this one, really good. Yeah,
2: and Garden of Sinners is being done as an OVA series.
0: Hickey, you're gonna make me uh, retroactively lower this to a seven. I keep talking.
2: <laughs> like, uh, everything this should be on on <laughs> coherent. Yeah, if I'm watching the show from 2006. I need to analyze this 2006. There's no point of me coming here. It's like, oh, but if we compare to you know the oh, latest you Noboru know, who yeah, saw the movie where exactly. he went, yeah. where he went, I am going to spend every single money I have in the animation and the story is going to be kind of me. Uh, it's not about that. It's like for 2006, there's some some interesting aspects they did it. Okay, but of course. I also need to remember it's the first time Amuru Soda is working with someone who is non. wasn't as big because people didn't want to, you know, bet a lot of money. Especially Madhouse, Madhouse has always been in a state of failure.
0: Oh God! Well, wow. <laughs> so
2: they don't have a lot of money, and then it's spread thin. For that's them, for sure. For them to. Bet on a on a scriptwriter that never did anything anime related, and Mamoru Hosoda, which is a story, puts wind score. <laughs> I don't. Th- I think that influenced a little bit on the budget, but you know, it's it's okay. It's animated. You don't you worry about that. I
1: mean, the budget at least supposedly was like three million dollars. Oh, so they but just kind of broke even. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So it like, wasn't successful then looks, box office wise because you go. You, what is what is the what is the the uh, for a movie that's
2: low? The, I think actually, like 30 well, the, million is a is a is a series, it's a TV series. I don't know. Well, yeah, but you want to you want to at least double average.
0: double your budget when you make to, yeah. to call it making money and being successful.
1: But I think you'd have to look at the average budget of a uh, of an animated movie in Japan in two thousand six two you know, thousands. Yeah. Because like I, I don't know what the I don't know what that is. And I can't I can't really find any sources of it either. I just did a quick Google search and it, I see people yeah, talking about it to, about it being having three million Japanese. dollars of A. Yeah. So it's like I can't I can't verify if that is true or not. But okay. uh like yeah. And again I, I don't know what that means. is that a lot or a little? It doesn't sound like a lot, but at the same time I know There was a while in Japan where movies weren't really considered that good. They weren't really worth it. Like, movies was like... It was like an art form, not so much a commercial product. Because, like... (laughs) There was a while where people just didn't go to watch movies. Especially Mm -hmm. not anime movies. Shocking. Yeah. Alright, guys.
0: That does it for this episode. The last episode of 2023. See you guys next year. Peace.
2: Goodbye.